www.rumblingrumors.com presents. I am the cream, yeah, the cream of the crop, and there is no one that does it better. I am the most talented performer in the entire world. And you're about to listen to another edition of Rumbling Reality. Good morning, everybody. Good afternoon, good evening, whatever time you're listening to this. Welcome to another edition of Rumbling Reality. I'm Ramsey. And I am T-Mac T-Ravis. How are y'all? And if you notice, Travis is back. He took a little vacation last week. I did. I had to get into the countryside for a little bit and clear clear my head, spend some time with the fam. But back and ready for some action. We got Chamber tonight. Yeah, Elimination Chamber. And uh, probably do some predictions later. Probably going to try to call Marquise if he picks up the phone. You should pick up the phone if you're wondering why you don't hear Sharon. I think Sharon had an emergency or he's going to Disney World. I'm not sure which one. Either way, <laughs> either way, Sharon, you are missed, my friend, and we will catch you again next week. Yes, sir, we will. Um, man, so much stuff went on this week. Isn't uh, it crazy? Man, Dude, the wor- so much stuff. World of wrestling is blowing up in the last week, man. Everybody, okay, anybody that's been living under a rock probably hasn't heard about it but and not now the rock right <laughs> let's let's specify not under the rock even mm-hmm. though i'm sure he's got somebody in his bed right now lucky but i'm just saying <laughs> but for those of you who have been living under a rock and have now come out into the daylight we're gonna have two competing wrestling promotions on the same network following each other on wednesday night this is huge this has never happened before this is what i mean Arguably, this is probably the biggest news since the WCW-WWE Monday Night War announcement when uh, Nitro was announced for TNT. Ring of Honor and Impact Wrestling, not just on the same night, but Impact following Ring of Honor. That's crazy, man. It's, that is, it's, it's, it's good, but it's like a lot of wrestling in a weekly. <laughs> it is, and I mean, especially man. on one night, too, because you think about it, as I'm sure you saw my per, on my personal Facebook page, uh, I posted a little meme that somebody's been sharing back and forth saying, uh, looks like we've got the commencement of the Wednesday Night Wars taking place now. We've got NXT Wednesday Night now, Ring of Honor, followed by Impact Wrestling, and Lucha Underground. Oh, yeah, Lucha, Four yeah. promotions. Four promotions well, on one night. Good thing I could say is I guess you get all of your wrestling done with in one day instead of having to like, span it out. I'm not sure if that's good or bad. I guess it's like almost like a Monday Night Football thing where you sit there for like three, four hours. Right, but that's what I'm saying. It's a rehash of the Monday Night Wars. Now we just have it on Wednesdays. Are any of those shows? Do they any of those shows um, cross the same time slot? Like, are you going to have to start picking or what? Yeah, as a matter of fact, I mean, granted, this is where Ring of Honor kind of will have the uh, the up and up, and I think Lucha Underground and Impact Wrestling also coincide at the well for us since we live in the Central Time Zone, eight Central, nine Pacific, or nine on the East, and uh, five uh, five Pacific, but. Uh, I also know that NXT is on at 7 o'clock every Wednesday night. That's an exclusive WWE Network, though, but it's provided 
uh, great content and every it's single on Wednesday. demand though. So people, I think, aren't gonna aren't gonna anything on demand. You're gonna watch later. So in general, I think they might hurt NXT a little bit in the long run because if your show's really good on ROH or uh, yep. TNA, and you're like, oh, I can watch NXT later. But then you you know things come up, you get tired, you get tired of wrestling. If NXT is your last show out of all those shows, you might put it off or wait till the next day. I mean, I guess they don't get those live cable ratings that like um you know what I mean do well, they or not? Well, uh, from from everything that I've read thus far, to answer your question, yes, Ring of Honor and NXT would also uh, bash heads because they're each an hour long and they are at the seven o'clock Central Time Zone for us. Um, Everything that I've read, Ring of Honor is actually, from what Destination America is wanting to do, is not only play uh, Ring of Honor to bring in Impact Wrestling at the 8 o'clock time, but they want to show an encore of that episode right Ooh. after Impact Wrestling. Here's, but here's the thing, though, too. It's not first-run syndication. It's They are showing the same, at, like, for instance, right now, we get Ring of Honor here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. It's on Channel 8. Um, but it's at like 10 o'clock at night on a Sunday. Mm -hmm. okay? That show, along with all their other Sinclair syndication public, uh, publications that are you know throughout the little areas and whatnot, they have the first run. So they're going to debut the new episode, and then that episode that premieres on that time frame will now appear on Destination America to follow into that Impact Wrestling. So it's not first run. You know, so some people have already seen the Ring of Honor episode. But people like me that don't have cable, you're going to watch NXT first, and then I'm going to go and you know watch Impact Wrestling and hopefully Ring of Honor uh, later on, and probably follow up with some Lucha Underground. Yeah, it's exciting that this little like ROH is like getting some kind of. They should. Yeah, they should. It's been a long time coming. Personally. It is for anybody that has never watched Ring of Honor. I am telling you right now, it, it's just my own humble opinion. And even though Impact Wrestling has produced. And quite frankly, I, I myself, obviously, I, I host the TNA Talk here segment. Um, I love, I love TNA. I think they got great wrestling. Um, it's unfortunate with all the rumors going around right now that they might be canceled at the end of this year from Destination America, which a lot of people were thinking that once they made the Ring of Honor announcement, being like, "Oh, well, is this their way to give TNA the boot?" Which it may well be, but you never know. We'll see come December. But. Um, Ring of Honor provides great matches, and I think it's going to be a great competitor for the NXT product on the WWE Network, especially because both brands, both brands have been showcasing amazing wrestling, and so Ring of Honor is just another one of those brands. You got guys like ACH who also wrestles for my buddy's promotion, VIP oh, yeah. Wrestling, out of Dallas. Um, they do uh, co-mingling with uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling, which right now has the infamous Bullet Club faction. Uh, which features AJ Styles, the Young Bucks. Uh, if y'all remember Luke Gallows, he goes by Doc Gallows now. His tag team partner, Machine Gun Carl Anderson. They're actually getting Cody Hall, Scott Hall's son, into it. They're a huge. I heard about that. Yeah, they're they're a huge, huge faction. Arguably, they're the biggest faction to come around, probably since the Evolution days in the WWE. So, I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be really interesting to see the product Ring of Honor produces. Before you forget, um, speaking of like independent promotions and different wrestling people, I actually had every time I wear my Kevin Owens shirt and just like you know on Sundays when I actually have a day off, right. I always get somebody stopping me and either complimenting me or talking to me about wrestling. It's like my Kevin Owens shirt is the most talked about shirt I've had in a long time. 
cool thing is, last Sunday, um, I was in Best Buy, and I guess an independent wrestler, uh, independent wrestler came up to me. His name is Sam Stackhouse. Uh, shout out to Sam Stackhouse. He's a up, wrestler dude? from. Um, He's from Oklahoma. I forgot which city he's from. He's there in Tulsa, Broken Arrow, or something like that. But um, it's pretty cool to like have people come up and ta- talk to me about the shirt. But I talked to him for like almost 30, 40 minutes about wrestling. And I'm actually going to have him on the show sooner or later. I need to. I should have called him yesterday and actually asked him to be on the show today. I just, <laughs> got, I just lost track of time. So busy. Um, but yeah, if you, um, you, look, you can look him up. Sam Stackhouse. You can go on uh, Twitter or... Uh, YouTube, he has a whole bunch of videos of his matches. Uh, he's a pretty big guy. The coolest thing about him is, though, he can do a freaking moonsault. And uh, man, uh, yeah, that's you crazy. Should, you should look it up, man. He does a moonsault, and he's a big guy. He's like, bigger than me. So, I mean, he has some crazy athletic ability. Um, the, fact that, the fact that he can do a moonsault already general. speaks volumes. Cause, yeah, because I can't do one. I told I'm him so- the same thing. I said, the fact that you can do a moonsault is crazy. You know, But he's yeah. a big guy. I'm like, man. I don't know. It, to me, it's like seeing Big Show do the moonsault. It's like, no way you could do that. Then you see no way Big Show could do that. <laughs> yeah, but Sam Stackhouse, he did it, and I was like, whoa, that's you know, that's pretty amazing. But yeah, just wanted to throw that in there with my Kevin Owens shirt and getting compliments because my Kevin Owens. And since we're talking about Kevin Owens, I am so freaking excited that he is like just getting so popular right now. It's crazy, and, and he deserves it. He really does deserve it. And the thing with Kevin Owens right now. He has, it's not really a breaking news or rumors, but he actually signed a uh, main roster contract. Yep, sure that's Travis, what I was going to bring sure Travis too. knows more details. Uh, right now, the little details that have been revealed is that, uh, yes, indeed, he has signed a main roster contract. So for at least the remainder of the summertime, probably leading into SummerSlam even, uh, maybe even there a little bit after, for the first time since the inception of NXT, you have... Not just an NXT star, but their champion, nonetheless, is going to be doing basically both shows. Uh, Granted, NXT is taped, uh, but he will be showcased on both shows. He's going to be on the main roster, and he's going to be showcased, obviously, on the NXT product as well. Now that NXT is also becoming a a touring brand itself, he's going to be doing NXT live events. He's also going to be doing some uh, main roster live events. Kevin Owens is a busy guy, and... uh, he even said in a, in a recent interview just this past week that Triple H really entrusted him. He, uh, he based, Triple H basically took a chance with him because, as we all are well aware, Kevin Owens is not the prototype for a WWE superstar. Um, but That's why I his, love him, though. He reminds me of myself. Oh, well, that's what I'm saying. He's, he's the average Joe. He's giving... No God, pun intended. I was about to say, he's giving guys like Samoa Joe, Kevin Owens, guys like those are making it... <laughs> To, uh, to show people that, listen, you don't have to be a bodybuilder to know how to work the ring. You don't need to have a six-pack of abs and the biggest muscles in the world or just be insanely strong to work in wrestling. You have to put on a match. You have to produce because that's what the people want this day and age. So it's huge. And, and it's, because it's he has people thing. power. Yes, he does have people power. To your point when you were talking about getting compliments on your Kevin Owens T-shirt, a uh, little little fun fact for you, Jing Jing. When uh, he debuted here uh, in the NXT roster back in December, his shirt was one of the fastest-selling NXT shirts uh, that they ever produced because he is one of the very few guys that has come off of the independent scene 
into the main stage, mm-hmm. but yet he still has his independent following watching him because he's not the di- he's not a different guy. Yeah, he's the exact, they didn't, they didn't he's the exact same guy. I know that's kind of exciting. That is that is and, exciting. And the cool the cool exciting thing is they put him on Raw with John Cena without changing his character either. I was like, yes, right off the bat. I mean, you're you're being thrown. I mean, again, I don't I mean, care. He got thrown to John Cena right when he came to the main roster. I mean, and he yes. has a match tonight with wow. John Cena. Freaking yeah, wow. And I don't think it's know, ever happened ever. I don't like uh, that fast of a push ever. I don't know if I can say that because I mean. The, but I will say this: Who can you name that got pushed that fast to a main match and a pay per view with your one of your main stars of the company in a month? Less than I a month. mean, granted, I'm the wrestling historian here, but even I can't think of. I'm fly. saying you would know somebody. <laughs> I mean, you could say like Kurt Angle got pushed when he first got here and stuff, but but yeah, but have... Kurt Angle, Kurt Angle's big push. I mean, he his very first match or his first appearance onto the main stage was at Survivor Series against Sean Stasiak. <laughs> Okay, you know what so I'm saying? I don't remember that weird stuff. Good job. No, but that's what I'm saying though. It's so weird for Kevin Owens or anybody to anybody to be pushed in general to be on a Raw and then three weeks later, three weeks later, have a pay per view match. Granted, John Cena doesn't have the world title on him, and I think doesn't that matter would, though. That'd be a and different that- case though. If he had the world title, they wouldn't let him push Kevin hey. Owens that quick. But it make. Were you gonna say? No, no, that, no. That's fine. I was gonna say I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily agree with that. Only because. I, I do. I watch a lot of video blogs, things like that, of wrestling. Obviously, we're all we do, we do this podcast ourselves. We're wrestling fans, um, but there's a lot of people that honestly they were they were talking about how the U.S. title should or shouldn't it be on the line tonight. In my opinion, the fact that it's not on the line gives it that much more validation that Kevin Owens it is isn't somebody. On line, to, do what? It is an online. No, it's not. It's a non-title match. Are you sure? I am 100 percent positive. Let me double check. I could have sworn I thought because I, <clears throat> I thought he, I thought Kevin Owens kept saying he only, only fights for prizes, and then he he did, he did. But if you recall, when he came out to originally accept the uh, U.S. Open Challenge, mm-hmm. he said, "No, I don't. I don't need your prize. I've got mine." You know, and he pointed at the NXT title. He doesn't, and that's and that's to the point of what I was making was that the fact that the title is not on the line validates Kevin Owens as being somebody that yeah, doesn't you're right. need a title. It Sorry. doesn't need a title. Yeah, you're right. I read it wrong. It just says champion versus champion. It doesn't say yeah. it says non-title match. Yep. But but that's what I'm saying. He doesn't need it. He's he literally is facing the man of the company. No matter what anybody would like to think or say, John Cena is the poster boy, and he's having a prominent match on a special attraction pay per view, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. and it's against the guy. You can't. He, there's no title that needs to be won. There's no title that needs to be defended. There's nothing. It's just simply Owens, Cena. This is going to be really good. It's, uh, just, it's just crazy um, how fast they push him. I don't know. I was like blown away, literally, when when all of a sudden he was on Raw. I was like, whoa. And then all of a sudden, an Elimination Chamber match was announced. I was like, whoa. I was like, this is crazy. What kind of? I mean, because I was just so excited and couldn't wait. I, I thought it'd be at least a year till I saw Kevin Owens ever on Raw or SmackDown, honestly. Because he just Same got here. the next title not too long ago, a couple months ago, whatever. And you'd think mm-hmm. he'd have like a little little reign for a while. But obviously they see the following he has and they want to inject more you know, people inside the Raw. Which I feel like, I'm not saying we have we, we don't have enough. We have a lot of Raw talent now. like Not Raw talent, but like actual on Raw, they have too much talent. And it yeah. feels like a lot of the guys that have been there for a while who have been waiting to creep up to the main spot are now getting pushed even further back. 
I think that's either going to create tension or goodness. I don't know. Uh, to that point exactly, there's a lot of people that feel the exact same way. As I was talking earlier, I, the same blog that I was watching was talking about the non-title match with Cena and Owens. They said the same thing. Because, I mean, think about it. This roster is so deep right now with single stars. Uh, Seth Rollins, who's still a new blood, but he's the champion now. Uh, Roman Reigns, Dean Ambrose, Bray Wyatt, Dolph Ziggler, King Barrett, Sheamus even. I'm throwing Sheamus in there because now Sheamus is hot again, which I actually am I'm thrilled with because the fact that he's a heel is just ten times better for him. He never needs to be a babyface, in my opinion, because in my opinion, he's not entertaining as a babyface. But... You have a roster of Rusev, even. Rusev is hot right now, too. Um, throwing Kevin Owens, all these guys, I honestly do think there's too much superstardom power right now on the main roster because you only have so many titles. You know, you can't, you can't give everybody uh, a title. And you would think that with a three-hour show that, and then the two-hour show on SmackDown, obviously, you can really build some rivalries. Unfortunately, though, this isn't the Attitude Era where we had amazing booking with all these little itty-bitty feuds, and then you have your major feuds, too. You have, like, one, two, or three big feuds, and then you have a bunch of meaningless matches on the undercards, which Here's, is here's the thing. Do, is there really need for squash matches when you have this many guys? Stop p booking these stupid squash matches, which never end up being anything. It lasts a week or two. You'll see, like... I don't know, like a to me, Dolph Ziggler versus Sheamus. It's a squash match, even though it kind of went on and on for like a month and had a pay-per-view match involved. There's had a nothing couple. Really, yeah, I guess it's not a good example, but I'm talking about. I'm really talking about those matches that have no meaning. Like they'll have like a two girls fight, and it'll take 15 minutes up, and they'll slap each other, and it's just nothing, and then never goes in something else. You could use that for two other guys or two girls who want to wrestle real good or build a storyline. They to me, they should have a lot of squash matches, which they don't need to. Squash yeah, matches in the sense they just have matches thrown on there and they don't evolve. I'm not sure if that's the right match word for it. No, I, I get where you're coming from. The squash match would be, you know, somebody just doing the, doing the favor, as it's called, yeah. um, to put over to put over the star that you're trying to build. You know, throwing throwing Roman Reigns against an evil Fandango or a Curtis Axel, even that that's a squash match. You know, everybody knows for a fact that if that were to take place, Roman Reigns would go over like that. But you know. Uh, I digress. Move forward. Um, predictions, because I know I know that we kind of have a, a little short time span here today, but that's okay. John Cena, Kevin Owens. Who do you think walks out the winner tonight? Who do you think? Oh, you're talking to me? I thought that was rhetorical. There ain't I, nobody I, here. <laughs> I thought it was like a rhetorical question you're going to answer. Um, oh yeah, come on. I honestly don't know, because I've been a John F Cena fan for so long, but Kevin Owens is, like, my new favorite guy. <laughs> so, I, I don't know, honestly. I'm going I'm to put you on the spot. You gotta I just don't want to throw one of my guys, who've been my favorite for a long time, under the bus. But I it's, kinda, not, it's not I kinda, throwing him under the bus. I know, but I kind of want to see Kevin Owens win, honestly. Okay, so are you, are you going with Owens? you got, you got to stay. I'm going with Kevin Owens. We're all gone. I, I, I agree wholeheartedly. Um, the thing about it, though, is I don't think it's going to be a clean win. Uh, but I'm putting John Cena as the winner in this one. But it's going to be like by count out, disqualification or yeah. something like that. Because Cena won't look weak losing to a quote-unquote rookie. Um, you think SummerSlam? 
it could be. Could be. I think this could go all the way to Battleground. Maybe not SummerSlam, because I'll say this. No offense to Kevin Owens. I love Kevin Owens. Do I think that they're going to propel him to that main event stage of a SummerSlam against the main event talent of John Cena? No. Not quite yet. But do I think this, this feud could run to at least Battleground in July? Absolutely. Um, I, I do see Kevin Owens, though, coming out looking like a million bucks tonight. I, I think this is going to be great tonight. I don't care that Cena wins. By the end of the night, I guarantee you Kevin Owens is going to look ferocious. Okay. Um, what was I going to say? He's getting. I said this last week, too. He's getting more popular. He's getting more famous. I think he's also getting a little bigger, like stomach-wise. I noticed in the last – yep. I'm not sure if something's going on, like maybe body-wise. Like Some people have like a bigger gut because they have uh, – there's a certain kind of syndrome. I forgot what it's called, Crohn, Crohn's disease. People sometimes have a bigger stomachs and stuff, so I don't want to make fun of them if that's the case because I feel for him then, but I feel like in the last month or so, he's like gained more weight than he did when he got here. I was like, come on, man. You're getting big. Stop getting big. You know? Well, and honestly, I thought the same thing too because uh, I was I was watching his debut. I was watching the NXT R Evolution, which I can honestly watch that thing over and over Man. and over. And that amazing that show never gets old. I don't care how many times I've seen it. Um, but yeah, it I'm so sorry. Give me one second, buddy. Oh, you're fine. There you go. I had to pause it for a second because hey, I have a crazy dog. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what were you saying? Um. What I was getting with was that, yeah, uh, when Kevin Owens first debuted and actually even leading into it, he was praised quite a bit backstage because he came in and uh, he dropped a pretty significant amount of weight um, and it was very noticeable. Um, again, I neither am I dogging on Kevin Owens whatsoever uh, for, for his uh, physique. Because well, it looks whatsoever. like kind of a natural though. It looks like it's just his like bottom parts bigger. So you could, it may, you could just it may have be. a beer belly, or you know, I know people have certain kind of diseases where they get more bloated in the stomach whenever their when their stuff, um, what's it called, flares up a little bit. Could be, could be, could very well be. You but know, I think it might just be a beer belly. <laughs> it it may be, but at the end of the day, I don't care. You could be the fattest guy on the on the planet, but I'm telling you now, as long as you can produce in the ring yeah. or even do a moonsault, <laughs> just yeah, AKA Sam Stackhouse, yeah. you know. I don't care. I really don't care what you look like. As long as you can produce, then you're going to get. That's not a reason why. Another reason why I do like him, though, because he reminds me of me, like like the average Joe. Sorry, we had to use it again. It's just like <laughs> the average guy, but he can freaking talk on the mic, and I feel Dude. like he is the next top heel for. I mean, personally, I'm sure if what uh, Sharon was here, he'd get mad at me. But I think in the long run, if they keep Kevin Owens a heel, he will surpass Seth Rollins. Because Honestly, Kevin I agree Owens 100%. Has, I mean, he is, to me, he's going to pass Bray Wyatt, pass, Kevin, uh, pass Seth Rollins, because he has a natural heel look to him. And a, the way he talks, he's just like cocky, but he's like a nonchalant cocky. Like he doesn't, I don't know. He's, it's like a I, badass. I don't know. No, I, I agree 100%. And actually, I hope later on in the future, honestly, I would love to see, uh, speaking of Bray Wyatt, I hope that once Kevin Owens is cemented on the main roster, I hope to eventually see a babyface Bray Wyatt against a heel Kevin Owens. I think that could make for a great feud. Babyface uh, Bray Wyatt. I guess it could happen. I've seen Taker become babyface, so I can see Bray Wyatt. 
Dude, I've said it before. Wyatt is the next the Undertaker. I've said it for five years now. I will continue to say it because some people still don't get it. Bray Wyatt will be the next Undertaker. Um, he's he's already super over. I don't care what anybody says. Whether he's heel um, in guys like my in my eyes, to me, he is a face for me because I I love I love Bray Wyatt. In my opinion, he can do no wrong. Um, I, I do mean that. I don't think he can do uh, I like wrong. Bray Wyatt too, so I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> I can I can totally see that eventually playing out. Um, but to your point about talking on the mic, man, the first time Owens got on the mic and when Cena delivered that line of saying like a little veteran's advice yes. and immediately he cuts him off and is like, I've been doing this for 15 years, a lot longer than you as a matter of fact. You don't get to give me any advice. I was like, dang, he just got real Real fast, I was, and that's what's missing from yes. WWE. That's what well, NXT his has. Styles also change, his, his styles also changing it up too, so I'm sure that helps him because you're not used to seeing him on the mic. I mean, there's plenty of guys that are on the Raw roster that have different mic styles that we were just so used to and we get bored with them. I'm sure yep. in four, you know, a couple of years from now, we'll get bored of Kevin Owens' style and we'll boo him like Triple Light. Like, but that's the point, though. He'd be a good heel by then, a really good heel. Oh yeah, you know that's Absolutely. why you, that's why you want to boo him. But um, by the by, the end of his Ring of Honor run, um, even though he was he was a super babyface at the end of his Ring of Honor time, before then he was one of their top heels. So I mean, absolutely, I see him being a, a tremendous heel um, in that in regards to that. So I can't wait for that. But um, I can tell, obviously, just the way he is in NXT, he's going to become such a good heel. The fans are going to like him and cheer for him. So it's going to destroy. Oh, yeah. I just don't understand WWE. They create such good storylines and such good personas, and they didn't create Kevin Owens. Let's get that straight. But a lot of the wrestlers, they create these personas, and they always have the heel be cooler and have the better persona. And the good guy always has the crappy persona and whatever. So, uh, but you, that's not true, though. Let's look at Dean Ambrose. He's kind of the anti-hero, and everybody loves him. Well, you know that's saying? a rare case too, though, because Dean Ambrose is not sticking to what he used to be in his old independent days, but he's still kind of like that rough guy. So he's still very, he's still similar. No, he is still that same guy from the independent. That's what I'm saying. That's that's what's making that's what's missing from Raw. That's what's missing from the main roster. But that see, NXT that's not what gets. Vince wants, though, because Vince wants. That's to- and that's why. That's exactly why, because Vince has such a narrow mind. Triple H, regardless of what anybody wants to say, it has been known. Triple H pays attention to the internet. You know, he pays attention to the fans, quite frankly, and this is where I give Triple H a lot of credit. He actually, I think, is going to be the fan favorite in regards to uh, behind the scenes. He's actually listening to the fans because he's signing guys like Kevin Owens, like Samoa Joe. Rumoredly, WWE was not interested in AJ Styles, but since they want NXT to become a traveling brand, now, just within the last week, looks like their tune has changed, and they want to try to sign AJ Styles, which, I, if that happens... You'll be freaking out, I know. <laughs> dude, I, I freaked out when Samoa Joe showed up. I was oh, yeah, I was going to ask you about that. We just we talked about him earlier with Kevin Owens real quick, but we never really got into that. Um, yeah. Let's skip this topic we're talking about. I want to give your first reaction of, uh, first reaction when Samoa Joe got in there. Are you freaking out? Brilliant booking. Brilliant booking. And honestly, I honest, I agreed wholeheartedly with J- with what JR said in, uh, in his blog on his website. JR said that there would be no better way to showcase Samoa Joe's WWE debut than to have him show up on the NXT special that they had last week. And they delivered fully. 
Samoa Joe showing up on NXT. They didn't change him at all. They did not change his name. They didn't change his gimmick. He walked out there as the Samoan submission machine that he has been for over a decade now, and everybody knew it. I love his music. Walked out. I, I have it, a different. It take grows on, that on one. you, man. It grows on you. Seriously, it has. I, I'm being serious too. It has yet to grow on me because, in a way, I don't like the little whatever you want to call jazz or whatever it is that comes in after it does the intro. I That's think that cool kind of part. The, I don't know. No, like, I think it defaces like, them a little bit. It's like different. It, it, it makes me feel like some like I don't um uh, like uh, he, some he, some California some California mafia dude like on the beach about to blow somebody's head off. I don't know. Well, it could, and honestly, I mean, he is from Southern California, so I mean, it, it, that that could run with it. it I just seems- honestly, he's such a natural badass that he mm-hmm. needs to have a badass theme, and I just don't. I love the beginning part of it. Don't get me wrong. How I does, love how does it feel to be able to curse? I mean, it's a lot more <laughs> friendly to me. But I'm not gonna. Even back when we weren't allowed to curse, I if, wouldn't if, go into abrupt things. So, if any I mean, of you guys even heard the. I wish we saved deleted scenes and stuff and like put like a deleted scenes episode now because how many times I've got on the Travis got so fucking mad at Travis because he cussed and I had to go back and edit it. We could probably do a whole show of me just getting mad at Travis for cussing. Couldn't we? Probably, probably but I want to point out who's the first one to drop the F-bomb on here. Not me. Just saying right now. Oh, today? Yeah, today, yeah. Well, maybe even today, and I would say even probably in the past, because I think the worst I ever said was bitches, but that's about it. <laughs> no, it's uh, an F word. I deleted it. You may have. I'm not I'm not saying that that's not true. No, you. I just don't remember it. Okay. So. Yeah. You don't but, remember it because you and Sharon were drinking beer, probably. I've had <laughs> one beer on this podcast. Leave me alone. Oh, yeah? Well, I'm drinking a uh, coconut-flavored sparkling water. Thank you. Okay. Well, I was drinking coffee. Thank you. It's my third cup today. You just drink coffee uh, and beer right now? No, I just, uh, dude, I have coffee every morning. And beer? No. Oh, you see, you had a beer right now. No, I said I said that oh, I've had one beer time. on this podcast. Like <laughs> overall, I've only had one beer on this podcast. <laughs> I got you. But anyways, back to to wrestling. Yes, I I freaked. Out. I was watching the whole thing, and when the when Sami Zayn was getting that beat down. Uh, and then all of a sudden I heard the music hit. I was like, wait a minute, that intro sounds very familiar to his TNA intro. I was like, it, it's because, and I'll, I'll get to this in a, in a minute. Mm-hmm. A lot of people thought it would happen, yeah. but WWE, and this is credit to them and especially the guys down at NXT, did a very good job about fooling the audience because just two days prior to that, Joe and still is they booked. had Samoa Joe hide in a closet a week prior, and they just fed him so they wouldn't see him come to the arena. No, <laughs> well, maybe I don't know. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> but uh, but no, I mean he's he's still taking independent bookings. This is the first contract of its kind ever that a guy is legitimately on a WWE stage, but he's still doing independent bookings. This is the first time it's happened, and he had just accepted two more indie dates over in the UK. Just two days prior to to the NXT Takeover special, so they said they even said on the article I read that any relationship or potential business that can be done between him and WWE probably won't take place for a few more months. And then all of a sudden he came out, I freaked, and it was it was amazing. And just the next day there was an article where Triple H called everybody backstage, um, I guess prior to the show, and praised every single NXT worker down there, whether they were. A backstage person or whether they were a performer because not a single person leaked 
that Samoa Joe was going to show up on the show. He had already been booked at least a week in advance. So he, he commended them for that. That's awesome. Because you don't get a, you don't get a lot of surprises anymore. That's man, that's so true. When you have so many raw talent and so many SmackDown talent, and you have so many guys that maybe feel bitter, they don't want the guy to get that push. They'll leak it out. Yep, and Samoa Joe didn't get that because honestly, I think a lot of the people I think they have like Samoa Joe backstage too. Because that's cool guy. that's what, that's what I'm saying. He's he's respected tremendously. Oh, I mean, yeah, I, I could think I see that, but I can, I can see him being a pretty cool guy in real life too, though. Oh yeah, I mean anybody that's ever done business with him has said that he's he's one of the easiest guys in the world to do business with. He's very humble, he's very generous, but at the same time, he's still Samoa Joe. You know, he knows what he's worth. He's just know? always reminded me. Don't get mad at me. He's always reminding me of like an upgraded Taz. No, I'm not like a more that. like a more mainstream, better version of Taz. Oh well, I mean, think about it. We, Taz was the human suplex machine. Yeah, this guy's the Samoan submission yeah. machine. Go, go figure. Well, and um, and Samoa Joe's a little taller. He has a better look that makes him like more of like you'd see him going against a main event star. Well, do we really want to? Again, I'm not knocking his physique, but do we really want to say that he had a better physique than Taz? But, Taz may have been small, but Taz was big for his size. Yes, but Samoa Joe. I don't know. It's Samoan guys. They just have that. They have that bigger body to them. That's just what they, Samoan guys are. They do, but I mean, at the same time, one of the benefits of I mean, we've seen it firsthand when it comes to a lot of Samoan wrestlers. They come in, and I mean, they can be the biggest dudes in the room. But yet, Yokozuna, he is a prime example. One of the heaviest Samoans to ever step foot in a wrestling ring. The dude could move around like he was two hundred pounds. That's true. It's, well, it's, it's uh, absolutely amazing. You want to get into predictions? I know you got to leave here in about ten minutes. Yes, sir. Let's let's cut, let's kind of move forward and let's get to the main stuff. Intercontinental title uh, elimination chamber match. We got Barrett. We got Sheamus. We got Truth. Uh, we may still have Rusev. I don't know. Dolph um, we've got yep, Dolph Ziggler. We've got we've got Ryback. a crop here. You taking Ryback tonight? Personally, no, no. Oh, I was just saying, and Ryback. Personally, oh, my bad. Okay. Personally, of all these guys, I'll go first. Change it up a little bit. I think Ryback may win it, honestly, because you have all these other guys that are kind of in storylines or have already been IC title champions recently or have been IC title holders too many times in a row for the last four years. It's kind of it's kind of like give him an actual break for the real title. Or not real yeah. title. I shouldn't say real title, but for the main title. No. No, you're right, and honestly, Ryback has been on a hot streak since he's come back and has this new re-energized character, and the only thing he's missing, he can't do anything else anymore without a title. So yes, of any of the other guys that are in this chamber match, he needs it more than anybody else. 100%. That being, that being said, I'm not going with Ryback. You're going with Sheamus? It, it's it, it's it's hard for me to say that, but yes, because I'm not, I'm not the biggest Sheamus fan. However... I love the heel work that he has done. Yes. He, he has been, again, I have said it. Here's the thing, though. I'm so, sorry to cut you off. I've no, said so many times when he turns heel again, I'm going to support him again because I like when he's a heel. But it's like this heel, I don't know, maybe it's just I'm still getting used to his, like, braids and stuff. And just I feel, It's kind of corny. It's, the look the look throws you off. And, yes, yeah. I completely agree. It's, it's completely transitional, different. It's hard to get used to. But, honestly – if they were to keep him off the mic more, not saying he delivers a bad promo, but to me, the less is more when it comes with Sheamus with this look. If he just comes out there and beats the crap out of people, he doesn't need to talk. You know what I mean? Keep his talking to a minimum and then just let his actions speak louder. Um, Let's go I into a pretty big... Oh, who are you going to pick, he said? 
I there's there's a couple sentimental favorites that I have, but honestly tonight I'm I'm taking Sheamus in this one. I think Sheamus is going to walk out champ. Sheamus, because we got Sheamus, and I got Ryback. Right Let me look up real quick. Cause Sharon actually texted me his little uh, picks. Predictions? Uh, did he? Yeah, he did because he couldn't make it. Uh, nice. Um, Sharon is going for Sheamus also. All right, so we got the we've got the two. Yep, and I am doing so many things that there'll be no music today. Sorry, guys. That's okay. But that's okay because you know what? While we're while we're kind of talking about music briefly, I love his interest theme now. I don't I know do what it is. I like it a lot. I don't know what it is, but it's just freaking dope. I've listened to it at the gym, and it gets me pumped. It's amazing. I'm telling you right now, real fast, I was actually going to bring up Samoa Joe's theme song to you because I know we talked about it a minute ago, but it's been stuck in my head for like weeks now. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I just like it. Okay. Back to Elimination Chamber. WWE Tag Team Champion Elimination Chamber match. We got Los Matadores. We yep. got uh, Sin Cara and whatever his name is. We Cali have Kalisto. Kalisto. Yeah. We the got Dragons. Tyson Kidd. Tyson Kidd, Cesaro, New Day. The New Day. Uh, uh, Primetime players, PTP. Yep. Who do you think is going to win, Travel? Well, first off, I want to say that honestly, I don't think Los Matadores is going to make it to the chamber um, because, in my opinion, this is if if they don't do this, it's stupid booking. Um, but honestly, with the resurgence of Luke Harper and Eric Rowan as a tag team, and don't hold me to this, but if I'm if I was a booker and a smart booker at that, I would have Luke Harper and Eric Rowan take out Los Matadores before the chamber match and throw them into there. The reason I say Los Matadores is because, sorry, um, they're a irrelevant tag team at the moment. Um, primetime players I absolutely love. Kid and Cesaro I absolutely love. The New Day is on a hot streak, and they're the champions, obviously, right now. The Lucha Dragons also are on a hot streak. The Ascension is a heel team. Uh, there's there's only two heel teams, two real heel teams. You need, in my opinion, it's always good when you have equal number of heels and faces in a match. Luke Harper and Eric Rowan are the heels. Take out the good guys of Los Matadores and have them input it into the chamber now, and yeah. you would have you'd yeah, have three teams. Dude, I'm telling you I, that, in my opinion, if that doesn't happen, then you <clears> have <throat> stupid booking. Real fast before we get to anything, did you listen to last week's uh, show, Travis? I'll be honest, I did not get a chance to. No. Okay. Well, I brought up the fact about a couple weeks prior, I made a simple little joke, but a real joke that I wanted to see happen. I go, what if they did like a tag team elimination chamber match? Yeah, but the way you that made you, fun you of me, we can I go did back. make fun of you because of the way that you presented it. Yeah. Oh, presented it. Oh, maybe I was laughing or something or joking around, but I was still being serious about it. And you said, oh, it's never going to happen. And it happened like literally two days later. Yeah, no kidding. Can pause it for you? Yes, please. Okay, uno momento. We'll be right back, guys. And we're back. Um, I think we were talking about... Uh, tag Team Chamber Tag Team match. Champions. Let and me how give, ridiculous me... I thought it was at times. Yeah. <laughs> it I actually know, I... seems pretty. It seems like a pretty cool concept, though, so I'm interested to see how this goes. I know, I'm just so excited that one of my dreams finally came true. Um, I'll, play <laughs> Sharon, I'll play Sharon and give you his prediction. No, no, let me let me do it, please. You don't, I know, the, you, don't know the, you don't know what it is. No, but I can do his impression real quick. No, yeah. I want to do it. Yeah. I'll do it, then you do it. Yeah. Man, I don't know. I'm doing it <laughs> in the pressure on. 
I'm doing yeah. the, the press one. Uh, Sharon picks the new day. <laughs> it, well, honestly, I, I I'm gonna side with him on this one. I'm picking the new day as well, only because they are on such a hot heel streak right now. And there's so few heels that are over right yes. now in regards to people you just absolutely hate. Um, and I honestly, they're entertaining. They, I was hoping when they very first came out with the New Day that they would go over as a huge, huge team because I like all, I like, I like the three of them together. Um, I thought it was stupid at first when they turned them babyface, but I was like, okay, let's see where this goes because they were first presented as being a heel team anyway. Mm-hmm. But now here we are, fast forward a year later. And they're easily the most hated team um, in a division that is seriously lacking depth right now. Um, but they're awesome. I, I don't see New Day losing. I don't know who I want to win, honestly, because for a long time, I mean, I would have told you before Cesaro and Tyson Kidd. But now the New Day's growing on me. But also, I kind of want to see the primetime players get back yes. to primetime. I love I, I love PTP. I man, really I, do. I really like him too, and that's why I kind of see him in spotlight. But right now, I feel like it is the New Day's time. So it is New I, Day. I, I'm going to New Day. I say give the New Day some more time with the uh, with the championships, um, and let the primetime players get like their own their own personal match against the New Day. Like build to a match at SummerSlam. I even think they could do a feud all the way going to SummerSlam after tonight. Have it go through Money in the Bank where they get yeah. screwed over. Have them go to Battleground where they get screwed over. And then finally get them to SummerSlam and let them get that big title win that they didn't get a chance to on their first run. And let's make this one literally like a one word who's going to win. Paige, Nikki Bella, or Naomi? Naomi. Uh, Sharon picks Paige. I pick Paige. He only picks Paige because she's a sentimental favorite. He got to meet her. He got to meet her, I know. I pick Paige too because she... She's hot. She can wrestle better, and she's hot. There you go. Well, Maybe. Naomi's really good too, but I was gonna say, I think both Naomi and Paige. Sorry, Bellas, but uh, they're yeah, both. Yeah, but Paige actually wrestlers. came into wrestling because she liked to wrestle and wrestled when she was younger. Naomi didn't start off as a wrestler, so sure. But she now is married into a wrestling family, so I mean, she's yeah, she, yeah that's but she true. Can, he, yeah. she's very she's very athletic. She's actually picked up very well, and another thing, she is amazing on the mic. Just because you marry into someone doesn't mean you're more of a wrestling fan, though. No, but I mean, when it she means, was on it just means that... you love that Samoan D more. Well, <laughs> well, that may be the case, obviously. But, uh, I mean, we got to see it even when they were the Funkadactyls and they were put in those ridiculous tag team matches. She was the standout over Cameron, thank God, because I can't stand Cameron. To this day, I still can't stand Cameron's her. And I wish they... Cameron's hotter, though. No, I don't, I don't care. I can't stand her. I hope she gets fired. Just okay, well, let's move on to the next one. All I gotta say is bye, girl, bye. Um, let's see. Yeah, really, bye, girl, and don't come back to the WWE. <laughs> Neville versus Bo Dallas. I oh god, this is you know as much as people are dogging this match, it's are a people total, dogging it really. They are because they feel like it's a drop down for Neville to face a guy like Bo Dallas. But there's also that's, that's sad that, to me too, though, because Bo Dallas can be so much more. But that's and that's what I was going to get to here. Is some people see this as a chance to reinvigorate yes. Bo Dallas, and this is a renewal. A lot of people that don't follow NXT beforehand, this is a renewal of their NXT rivalry. The very first NXT special that took place on the WWE Network was NXT Arrival, and the main event was a ladder match between Neville and Bo Dallas, and they had already built a feud two months prior beforehand. So this is just a rehash of that. And honestly, I still see Neville going over in this. But yeah. I think this is actually going to surprise a lot of people and be a pretty good match. Let's keep, let's keep this quick. I'm going to ask you a question about this. You may know more and more than I do. Okay, for two guys that stand out, 
in general, mm-hmm. do they give them the match and say, hey, you guys are going to be on Elimination Chamber together, find a couple spots, we want you to work these spots, put on a good match, you have 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you want to put on a really good match, I feel like you could do it. Sometimes I feel like maybe there's somebody back saying, okay, we want you to stay on the four or five minutes and then submit and and play the injured injured whatever. Because I feel like if everybody wanted to, to show off, they really could and just do a whole bunch of kickouts and a whole bunch of finisher reversals. I really think they had give some kind of like guard. What do you think? Oh, well, speaking from somebody who's who's been able to interact with a lot of people that uh, that are on the indie scene or that have done wrestling themselves, or even uh, just the very little training that I've gotten into myself, you can you can do a whole lot. Uh, despite what people would like to think, you can do a lot in fifteen minutes. Um, you can actually really build somebody up. And but you do can... they allow them? That's what I'm saying. Does WB like tell them you're going to fall this, or do those do the two guys get together and do I, they make it? I can tell you uh, just from the independent shows that I've been to and the independent workers that I have been able and privileged to speak with, um, they actually have said that, yes, they are given the match. And I can't say this is what WWE does, but I can say this is how it works on the indies. You get the two guys that are booked to face each other. Um, They'll even include the referee because a lot of people don't understand the referee plays a very vital role in the match too. Oh, yeah, heck yeah. Um, but they, they do put the two of them together. They tell them that, listen, you two are going to go into this feud or go into this match, whatever the case may be. And then they work out the spot. They work out the match. You know, Sometimes a lot, actually a lot of it, uh, from what a lot of people have told me, is on the fly. A lot of it's done right there in the ring. But the major spots, like you know, if you're going to do your signature move or whatever, or if you're going to play to an injury like Neville's knee, for instance, with Bo Dallas tonight, mm-hmm. they'll talk about, hey, work my knee, work my knee, just you know, work that, work that son of a bitch. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Um, oh, that's do... the first son of a bitch ever. <laughs> right. That's a that's what they'll do. You know, they'll they'll talk things out like that and then just go from there. But yeah, a lot of people don't know. A lot of the stuff is done right there in the ring on the fly. Um, but that's part of why you communicate with each other. You get together before the match. You kind of go over what you want to do. And then when you actually get out there, it's a whole different ball game. But that's where the communication comes into play. That's where you have to trust the who person you, you're in the ring with. Okay. So who, who do you pick for the night? I didn't realize I, what, time, what time it was. <laughs> I, no, it's cool. I, I thought I did. Uh, Neville. I'm picking yeah. Neville on this one. Neville, okay. Uh, Sharon, which one do you pick? I don't know, man. They're both good. Yeah. I go with uh, Neville. Yeah. Sharon, what's wrong with you? Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Poor Sharon, I can't defend himself. If you haven't noticed, we're playing the depressed Sharon. Yeah. <laughs> the way he's, yeah. <laughs> he gets so depressed. Yeah, that's good. That's a good little yeah he does when he's depressed. It's funny. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. What else? Next match. Oh, I pick Adrian Neville, even there though I go. like Bodellis a lot. Uh, we already picked John Cena. Yeah, we did that one already earlier today. Uh, real fast, I am going for Kevin Owens. Uh, yeah. Travis said John Cena. Sharon mm-hmm. said, um, what did Sharon say? I bet he picked Owens too. Owens. Safe. Uh, yeah. Oh, of course, Sharon picked Owens. He hates John Cena. Let's uh, get let's get to the let's get to the main event. Rollins and Ambrose. Yeah. This is the trick. This is the tricky one. This is the tricky one. You're right. Tricky, tricky. I mean, seriously, because honestly, and, and I know we got to keep it short. All right, we already first off, we already know who Jerron has picked. We ain't even got to think of that. <laughs> yeah, he's still on a kick from meeting Seth Rollins. I highly doubt he's going to go against Rollins tonight. Seth so, Rollins would pick Seth Rollins' sister or wife. It was the last name Rollins in it. He wouldn't care, right? <laughs> 
But uh, in all seriousness, it's it, as weird as some people are saying, and I know a lot of people are doubting this. Um, I, I see, I can see Ambrose winning tonight. I really can. And a lot of people are thinking, you know, that Roman Reigns will get involved and cost Ambrose, or they think, oh, this is you know, that's not going to happen. They're going to let Rollins run all the way to SummerSlam and have a rematch with Brock for the title and things like that, which I still think is going to happen. But let me let me explain real quick why I can see Ambrose going over. Um, I do think Roman Reigns is going to get involved. Uh, that okay. I do. I don't think it's going to be though what everybody expects because. First off, from a business standpoint, this is the last night that the WWE is offering the WWE Network for free. Really? So, yeah, because next ne starting tomorrow, anybody that's a, subscri a subscriber gets charged the nine ninety nine. How do I know? Because I am one. Uh, but oh, you you're doing it free right now? No, no, I'm saying my. Oh, okay. They take they take the fee out of the first of the month. But uh, that being said, when you're trying to get new subscribers to come, you want to have something big happen. I mean, think back. When Survivor Series, one of their biggest pay-per-views was offered for free back in November, Sting debuted. You know yeah, what I'm saying? that's true. So you got to have something big when you're offering something for free. So I can totally see Ambrose winning and Roman Reigns assisting in it. Like Kane or J&J &J Security starts getting involved. Here comes Roman Reigns. Superman punch, Superman punch, Superman punch. Hits Rollins with one in the face. Dean Ambrose locks him up for dirty deeds. Drops him on his head. One, two, three. We have a new champion. And I can see Ambrose going all the way to Battleground. Do I think it'll last, honestly, till Money in the Bank? Sure. But I can see a lot of different scenarios playing out to where Rollins will still get the title back before SummerSlam because I still believe, yes, Seth Rollins and Brock Lesnar will be your main event title match for SummerSlam. But I do see, honestly, Ambrose can go over tonight. So I'm picking Dean Ambrose. I'm picking Dean Ambrose too. Even though I like Rollins a lot, it would be nice to see Dean Ambrose hold the title at least once in his career while he's in the top. Even if he held it for a month. Yeah, at least he could say that. One, yeah. That, but honestly, think of this, and I know you're, you'll are you hate remembering this. Jeff Hardy's first title reign only lasted a month. Oh, my you know? gosh. It was, but it led into a feud with with his brother Matt that went to WrestleMania. But Jeff held the title even for that month. Wait, so Jeff held the t Jeff when Jeff had the title. See, I have a horrible memory. Jeff had the title and uh -huh. went to, went against Matt Hardy for the title. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is that's Jeff what I thought. I was like, there's no way. No, it wasn't. Jeff Hardy won gotcha. won the WWE title yep. in the Triple Threat against uh, Edge and Triple H. Mm -hmm. The next month, which was the Royal Rumble. Jeff Hardy and, and Edge had a one-on-one -on -one rematch for the title, and Edge went over. Yep, okay. But that was because Hardy hit him in the Matt Hardy hit him in the head. Got you now. So it so it can't it can happen. You know what I'm saying? Ambrose can go over tonight, and then next month at Money in the Bank or even at Battleground in July lose the title. You want to hear my happen. you want to hear my crazy scenario real quick? Me and Sharon were talking about it. My little scenario. It's not going to say it's going to happen, but what if? The reason why Kevin Owens is getting pushed is mm -hmm. Kevin Owens joins the authority and helps Seth Rollins tonight. I can see it. Wouldn't that be freaking sick? And he says you know, he's he's in it for his family. He's in it for the money, which I love the storyline that he's a prize fighter. Because to me, that's like it's so different because you know he's a wrestling fan and hard. But the storyline itself that he just fights for prizes, which is the title, I love yeah. that concept. Because you know, well, most guys are like, I want to prove him the best. Uh, Kevin Owens goes, Kevin Owens, he's like, I'm already the best. I just want to fight for a prize because I want more and, money. 
And the fact that he always, even in NXT and even on, we've seen it on Raw, he's using the family angle as for reasons why he's doing that. Which it is adds that, and he doesn't lie. And that's the thing. He has not lied about a single thing, which I think makes him even a better heel because people hate him when he's telling the truth. It's so, that's true. Go, I wonder if he still has all of his uh, personal YouTube videos up because it's like, it's crazy to where he came from in just the last like two years. He was doing all these little YouTube videos like in his little little house in Canada and he's like, like there's what it was it was his ring of honor days yeah right? it was but he was like just doing these little promos on it by on his own like in his little in his little house and to see where he's come from now this quick it's like I mean not I mean, not quick for him 15 years but I'm saying yeah. how quick it went in general in the span of time yeah and that and I think that plays great to the character as well and that's but that's what I'm saying that is just still you don't have to have the attitude era you don't have to have all the blood the guts the violence the sex you don't. You don't, and that's you don't, proven you, now yeah yeah you don't need all that you just need a semblance of realism that the people can fine. relate to Right. of course. Sorry. I mean, a few diva lingerie matches aren't good. Yeah, there. I don't, I don't, I don't mind a little, uh, few rated R superstars in there. Yeah, a little skin action is always helpful. A little bit Lita and Edge live sex show. <laughs> but my point always is that if you have a little bit of reality mixed in with wrestling, it's gonna be a better show. You don't have to always be a PG cartoon real life scenario. Add a little bit of reality, like what Kevin Owens has done in NXT. He's done it in Ring of Honor. He's doing it right now on the main roster. That's what's sorely missing. Is well, that if, sense you're, of if your wife's if your wife's running for Congress or Senate, I mean, you're going to have to make the show presentable so you don't. Well, she ain't no more. But well, she that's, ain't no more. that's one of the main main core reasons why they did what they did in the beginning is because Linda McMahon, Vince McMahon's wife. People don't know this stuff. I'm just explaining it real quick. Was going to Congress or Sen- Congress or Senate, or wanting to um, to be up there, and basically they wanted to make the show where it was presentable for the little white class friends that are rich and probably do worse things in their own time and have more scandals than anybody. But whatever. Which I, th- I find I find that ironic too, because like you said, they probably do worse things than what people do oh, on a daily man. basis. But it's like y'all understand for like the last decade, you guys were doing risque stuff on TV anyway, so it doesn't matter what your current product is. They're going to showcase what the product used to be anyway exactly well travis so, i know you gotta yeah. go because you it's, told me 11 30 and i said it i said a short show but ended up being almost exactly how long as it usually is with two people hey, there ain't but, nothing wrong with that you and i have known each other for seven plus years at this point so yeah, i think easy. it's longer than that isn't it i think it's longer than seven years 2000 2007 was the first time actually seven and a half years uh Surprisingly, for 2007 is when I first met you over at the at Tyler's house for the Rumble. Yeah, we're so. gonna get a civil civil union paper next month. There you go. <laughs> All right, we guys. Live in Oklahoma, it's legal now. Any, oh God, no! I'm just kidding. I'm <laughs> yeah, just kidding. Anything yeah, you let's wanna, clarify this. <laughs> uh, anything you want to tell everybody today, or? Yeah, uh, anybody that's listening, thank you all for still supporting the show. Uh, again, it's been a two-man show for the past two weeks. We had, you, we had you and Sharon last week. We had me and you this week. Next week, we'll have the, the original trio back, plus Marquise will join us again. Um, thank you all for all listening, and we will be back next week again with another great show. And we will go over the rumbling reality edition of what happened the Chamber is, the fallout from Elimination Chamber. There you go. Travis said it good. I'll let him take it out. Y'all have a good day. Good night. Latest. See you next time.